welcome to another episode of Chat with Dan. This is your host, the one and only Dan here. Well, we have season 12 now. So, hope you like this episode. Before we start this episode, I want to thank you so much for having the chance to check check this one out. If it is your birthday, happy birthday. Keep having an amazing rest of the day or evening, depending when you are. And again, thank you so much for supporting this platform. Hope you like the amazing guests that I interviewed for this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, follow, share with your friends, family, and show is about to start. See you in the next one. Perfect. There he so, is. So, Sam, how are you today? I'm good, Dan. Good to see you. Happy New Year! It's the first time we're seeing each other in the New Year. I don't know. I've I've been hearing a lot of jokes about like I think it's curb your enthusiasm or Seinfeld or something where it's like you can't say Happy New Year after like a couple days, <laughs> like yeah, into the New Year. But I don't know. I feel like we all deserve a little little extra. Yeah. You know. Stuff. You know. I I do get conflicted because like after New Year, right? So if you go. Like if you greet someone or if you go somewhere, is it okay if you say Happy New Year to them? I th- I thought I think so. Right. I mean, I think that's like a nice, like fun little thing. Like whenever I mean, I guess I haven't met a lot of new people. I guess I've been like emailing people and they'll say Happy New Year in the email. I'm like, okay, yeah, Happy New Year. I think it's fine. I think it's nice. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The the like the 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 other day I was thinking about it. Like, is it? cool to say that like after new year to say like you eat if you go to a store and then you buy something and like and then say like thank you uh, you're welcome happy new year mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm like hmm. totally yeah i mean like <laughs> your face i totally feel that like oh, was that <laughs> i think it depends yeah i mean but also it's like why would we want to like knock on something that is like something positive and nice and happy especially during this time you know like it's kind of like if there's like some positivity and joy that you can give or that you're feeling then why not express it why not you know give it to the people around you so i think that's that's my that'll be my like bottom line for that i think so happy new year to everyone there you go there you go yeah 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 i do get also conflicted like right now with the whole greeting stuff, you know, like with the fist, you know, because I've met people that they want to greet you normally, but you can't, so you put the fist on it, but it looks kind of bad when they're like, when they come closer to you, you're like, what, you know, and there's people who, you know, I just get to, yeah, I get conflicted, like for those, the, like for those things. So at the, at the end, I was like, I'm just going to like, this to everybody. Huh? Yeah. Do you, do you mean that you're afraid that people are going to think you're going to punch somebody? No, but I mean, besides that, yeah, but the other, <laughs> but the other thing that, that like, what if someone wants to greet me, you know, like a friend, family member and wants to greet me like properly mm-hmm. and I put like my fist on it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm, oh, okay. and they're yeah, like, you uh... know, I'm, those type, I, I, I'm the, those type of person and I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to look like I'm a rude guy or you know what I mean? So at first yeah. I'm worried about that, but then I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to do this for everybody and problem solved. I... Totally. And like, do what makes you feel comfortable. Do what makes you feel safe. Like, again, it's like, especially now, it's just kind of like, we, we can't be worrying about, you know, like, yeah, like, basically, everybody's doing their thing the best they can. Totally. So totally. whatever that is, I would say, don't worry about the judgment. But totally. I completely understand what you mean. I've been in the same boat with like hugs and stuff. I'm like, eek, like, love you, but I don't really want to like hug you. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. That is complicated. But yeah, welcome back. It is so cool to have you back here. So amazing. I we know. finally made it here. We yeah. brought trying. 
it's amazing. I love I it. Know. This, is this my third or fourth time? Do you remember? I feel like we, we're not keeping track. I think it's third or maybe fourth. So, okay, so first one, yeah. So they, it was first one, then for the hundred one, and then... Maybe third. Let me check. I think I it's think, fourth. Okay, well then I highly recommend that you do what SNL does and have a five timers club for the people that have been on for five times, you can get matching robes. I think oh, yeah. at this point- That was cool. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. That yeah. five-timers club. <laughs> you know what, now that I remember, and now that I'm seeing here on the lives, I mean, you and another actress mm-hmm. have, I mean, for yours is gonna be the fourth, and then on Monday, and then on Monday, I'm gonna have the fourth, and another one's probably you two guys serve. You know, like the member, like the VIP member club. We'll, yes, we'll see it could be the five timer club, and then yeah, whoever else gets the five. Oh my god, we should do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wait for a robe in the mail, and then I send a few. We're gonna. That's wear gonna it. happen. Trust me that that's like once, like once everything is, you know, like once we we uh, we get out of this bad sequel co- uh, called Omnicron, then I, I I promise. Let's do it. I'm super down. <sighs> well, yeah. So yeah, well, so yeah, well, welcome back. We finally made it here. Now, before we start, this is gonna be a heavy spoiler one. So for those of you who haven't watched it, yeah, just watch it first, basically. Yes, <laughs> yeah. thank you, Dan. I know. Yes. So Dan, so I, for those of you who haven't listened to our other episodes, I created Trying the Movie, a short film about a woman with ADHD. Um, it was released back in December, the official premiere, and it's now streaming on Vimeo. And Dan watched it. Yay! Amazing. So yes, so now we're gonna have definitely lots of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, watch it and then come back to this. Episode. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we will we will be talking about about a lot of uh, a lot of spoilers here. It's gonna yes, definitely. So it's gonna I happen. Huh? I can't wait. I'm so excited to talk yeah. about it. Like I've, I think I've been waiting for so long, especially talking to you about it. Like we've been waiting for months, Dan. Yeah, months. you know what? And you know what happened was that when it was premiered, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna totally watch it. And then I even put it like on on my calendar. But the thing was is that I ended up moving houses. So uh, oh, wow. so when I was like in the process of doing that, I put the calendar back inside, and then yeah. I forgot about it, you know. And then when I realized, I was like, oh crap, I haven't watched it yet. So yeah, yeah it was it was such a crazy hectic hectic month. But hey, oh my god, honestly, we watch it now. That is so cool. So before we start. I need to give you, you know, proper welcome. You know what I mean? You need to give you a proper one. So, you know what's going to happen. I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. I'm super sure you received a lot of those on the previous oh, that you're trying. So many. So many. <laughs> no, it feels it feels good. It never, never does it not feel, not feel good. I mean, that's, you know. Nice to get a little acknowledgement. I think doing the trying premieres was was really nice because being able to like get it out to the world and have people actually you know like watch it and 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 enjoy it was really amazing because it was like oh we put so much work into it so for it to actually be out there it was just really great so yay Love it. thank Love you it. for the welcome. So let's talk about the movie now. Time for spoilers. Okay, let's do it. So I loved it. It was super cool, but. Like, there were, like, so many things that I was like, huh, for example, where the idea for this one came from? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hello to everyone who has just joined. I just saw a couple of my friends joined. If you haven't seen Trying yet, we're, we're talking about spots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, what is your question? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, 
first one here where the idea of the swan came from oh the swan painting yeah so okay so there's there's a couple of layers to it so mm. oh my little doggy emmett is is here too yes thank oh. you emmett. um yeah so i set the film in echo park california mm -hmm. um and just like demographically geographically it made sense um that meg grew up there um you know it's like lower middle class there's you know schools around there that you know like lots of public schools that you know meg would be wanting to work at you know, mm. to an interview um and in in echo park there is a lake called echo park lake that yeah. has um swan paddle boats in it um so, so you can actually like ride giant paddle boats in the shapes of swans at yeah okay okay to this day yeah so in Meg's monologue, um, when she is talking to, um, ooh, spoilers, to the triple um, A technician, mm -hmm. um, she is, uh, you know, talking about how when she was growing up, she uh, like lost her her fish Goldie, and to cheer her up, her dad took her to um, ride the Swan paddle boats, and she doesn't specifically say Echo Park Lake in the script, but that is where she went with her dad as a child was Echo Park Lake. So um, the Swan in the painting was inspired by those paddle boats. Um, I went for the first time to the Swan paddle boats uh, during the pandemic, actually, because it was outdoors. Like once things that were outdoors started opening up, then my uh, boyfriend and I went because I always wanted to ride the Swan paddle boats, but I'd never been before. So finally, after I'm like born and raised in LA, so finally after decades of, of trying to get on Swan paddle boats, I finally did. Yeah. So I, I think that's where that little nugget of inspiration came from. Uh, for, for for that sequence and then of course you know I I like love the thought of Meg carrying around a painting with her like for the whole film just like kind of as her like sidekick through this whole journey that she's going on yeah. um, you know uh, to obviously bring to the interview to show her qualifications to Mrs. Hazel um, but uh, yeah which is always something I just always saw Meg carrying around a painting it's really, like something that I think is just so funny, like the thought of someone carrying around like a 24 but like 36 canvas painting <laughs> with them. So uh, yeah, so that that was the inspiration for for the swan. For the swan, okay. <laughs> you know, like one of the like one of the things here is that, for example, when the well, like when the triple guy asks, like, what's the difference between that swan and a goose? Like you, like yeah. So you Meg explained the difference, but also like one of the things that uh, that I that I that I also was like. Yeah, there's also like those like goose have teeth. Oh, wait, wait, geese do? Yeah, teeth, actual teeth. I think they have teeth, or I, or I think goose. Yeah, let me just the the reason why I I I noticed that is because in my like back in college they had like this you know like this huge lake with goose on it, uh -huh. right? And yeah. it was like the myth. Apparently, they were saying that if a goose bit you. Uh, you will get your you like like the college will pay for the for, like full studies for you. So you will see so you will see guys constantly like 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 basically provoking them so they can. Oh my god, that's insane! That's hysterical. I have lots of feelings about that. Obviously, that's so fun. Okay, so did people actually get bit? Like, were there teeth marks or like bill marks or like is 
Really? Wow. That's what they said. I mean, I mean, to to be honest, those goose they were really gangsters. I mean, those guys they were gangsters oh, yeah. because if you were like Don't eating and they were like close to it, they would like really like come to like like let me have it for you and uh and stuff like that. So uh, so it got I mean, my I attention. Too. If I was yeah. a goose and there's like some frat boy coming up, they get me like back up, bro. Yeah. That's totally, totally. insane. So so that 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 really got my attention because I will because for a lot of people. It's the same, you know. They don't see the difference between a goose and a swan. <laughs> yeah, you know. Awesome. And totally, that reference you do about uh, about Natalie Portman, that was that, that was cool. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> thank you, thank Fair you. Enough. <laughs> I Fair enough. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, it's funny because writing that scene in particular probably took me the longest, uh, which is so funny because it's seemingly like the shortest or like. The, well, I mean, you know, May of course has her monologue where we get yeah. backstory. As far as the banter between her and Triple A Tech, um, yeah, there's like <laughs> there there were so many details in that that I wanted to make sure you know they made sense, they were funny, they would land, they were you know smart, and I'm uh, glad that they all uh, worked out the way that they did because I had jokes in there from oh my god, spanning like crazy like celebrity references, like not like Natalie Portman, like. That one like fit with the you know goose and the and the swan theme, but like it just long story short, it took me a very long time to get that scene to where it was. So I appreciate the compliments because that's probably yeah. the most yeah like bantery kind of like like dry like single camp comedy like kind of kind of feel with that. So thank you. <laughs> it was really cool. Now for most of the paintings there, did you actually like work on them? For the paintings, you said. Yeah, for the uh, either for the swan or for the lion and the ending or for mm -hmm. your capitalism drawing. Yeah, cool. <laughs> totally. Um, no, so they all of the paintings were my ideas that I wrote into the script for specific reasons, but I did commission artists for each piece of art to create them for the film. Okay. And uh, we had two artists, Jennifer Charlie and Chastity Ramsey. Jennifer Charlie made, um, there are some little um, uh, like colored pencil and watercolor drawings that you see in the opening of, of the film and around Meg's apartment. She made those. She uh, is a millennial artist with ADHD. And then Chastity Ramsey also is a millennial artist with ADHD. And she made the swan painting, the lion painting, and the capitalism drawing. And she totally nailed it. Like she, she did a fantastic job. Yeah, I love it. I love all of those drawings. They were, they were, they were super. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was really important to me that all of the artwork in the film was made by women artists with ADHD, um, and they were actually the first people that I uh, talked to about like joining the film team. Like I I was working with them on the artwork while I was still writing the script actually okay. because once I I realized that I wanted to produce it and put it into production I was like I gotta make sure that this art is like ready to go and like you know yeah. we have to spend as much time as we need to on it that was all like pre-production like literally like writing the script uh phase so they actually helped um mold some of Meg's backstory too like being an artist and being a woman with ADHD it was really nice talking with each of them about their own experiences you know as women with ADHD as artists as millennials like all of that um, which definitely helped in inform Meg in the script, mm. like literally while I was writing. So they were so awesome to work with. Yeah, they were amazing. They were amazing. But like, I wonder how the like how the whole story came from. You know, like how like um, so we will see Meg 
basically going for a job interview at first she thought uh, at first at first she thinks that she totally blew it you know that because of the car that run out of, that uh, run out of gas and everything but like i wonder like where the inspiration to create the script came from yeah i mean there were so many different inspirations for it i think um the biggest one was wanting to tell the story of you know women with ADHD like mm. because girls and women are underdiagnosed you know once i realized that there was a whole just like corner of the world you know of 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 people like we're all experiencing you know similar things as far as being expect, expected to do things a certain way in society you know like uh not be, people not believing them or diagnosing them properly because they didn't have like uh stereotypical symptoms of ADHD like uh you know young boys may have like for some reason ADHD like in the past like there were stereotypes around ADHD just being in like younger white males which is which is not true any mm. person of any age race like gender anything can have ADHD but it shows up differently in in you know each person honestly i mean even meg's experience like she actually has um ocd as well so you'll see in the opening sequence yeah. when she is checking the, the stove and the ac and the and, and the candle um that is ocd that was formed out of having adhd not every person that has adhd also mm. has ocd but there are comorbid symptoms same with anxiety and depression or even you know autism which is also um you know a neurodivergence so Um yeah yeah so that was the biggest inspiration for writing this specific story. Whoopsie. I was telling Dan my phone is like taped to my tripod because I'm missing a missing a piece. So if it bumps yeah. down that's the that's the scotch tape given out. Um yeah so that that was the biggest thing. Like once once I I realized that because I was going through my own, you know, uh mental health mental illness journey you know, as we've talked about in past episodes with my own diagnosis of anxiety and depression that kind of is how I stumbled upon, you know, these stories of 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 these women with ADHD and that's actually uh like as I was writing the script and creating the film, it's actually when I found out that ADHD also runs in my family. So that yeah, was uh-huh. uh yeah, which which we have also talked about, which like was a huge uh, <laughs> like that honestly like i was stunned i re- remember talking to my mom and 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 finding out that it ran in my family so i was like whoa because meg's character is you know strongly based on myself and and my own experiences as well as the experiences of all of the women who worked as ADHD consultants on the script um so that was that was a pretty surreal moment to have you know worlds colliding life imitates art right um so yeah that was definitely the biggest inspiration as far as creating the story and wanting to tell this because mm. visibility is so important and, and there's so many ex- human experiences you know each person is going through so many different things any given day so it's just a story that hadn't been told yet at least that i had seen that i you know wanted to tell and here here we are <laughs> love it i love it now do you think that even to this day like either uh if you have like depression or ADHD you know like OCD like all of those stuff do you think that even to this day when you are uh on job hunting you know what gets my attention is that that I that I find it interesting that even to this day if you're having like like uh like you know like like stuff like that you basically need to hide it on your resume you know And that and that kind of stuff got my attention because it, it it is true. I mean, whenever if you have depression or if you have like OCD or stuff like that, you know perfectly well that if you say it, 
regardless that you need to say it you know so because it's 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 part of you at the end of the day and the fact that 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 can affect um the decision regardless if you have a very cool resume like for example we will see on mac that uh that they were uh, that um the principal will be saying like hey like what like there's a whole job gap here like what's like what's up to you know and and that i mean and 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 that totally that that totally uh relates because the fact that i mean like how like how am i gonna like how am i supposed to find what i love if i don't try it you know totally yeah well and i'm glad that you brought that up Dan, because i i i know that there have been like like you know we've all gone through similar experiences like that i i, I you know know that we've like you know talked about job stuff and work stuff in the past and uh yeah this has actually been something that's come up in um i'm i'm big on facebook groups <laughs> i feel like that's like the thing that i use facebook for the most is actually facebook groups so i'm part of like actor groups or like finance groups um a lot of like women in film groups and that's actually come up where you know there are people who have who are you know who have um bipolar um disorder or yeah who have ADHD even like I'll all see on Twitter about ADHD Twitter which I am just now like starting to <laughs> join um and 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 get trying out there because there's actually a topic of conversation that people have brought up like when is it appropriate to you know say if 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 I am a neurodivergent or if I do have a mental illness you know or if 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 I'm on you know any any kind of um you know spectrum that I want to share that's, that's my life experience and it's it's been very interesting to think about because i mean ultimately it comes down to like how it affects your work when you're applying for a job right and i mean at we've all been living through a pandemic even so it's like and and we're all expected to you know just go on and get on with our lives and keep working as if nothing is going on yeah. on top of any kind of yeah mental illness or any kind of like thing that any of us have or are you know going through it's 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 pretty surreal honestly um but but yeah okay just to get back to what we were talking about yeah it's it's very interesting because in the script you know having Meg say that she had ADHD like she's never done that before that was the first time that she's ever said that she has mm-hmm. ADHD to i mean you know i'm sure it's not a topic of conversation just to anybody maybe it is but i mean in this specific instance having a history um and like talking to someone who is clearly coming in like to Meg with previous biases you know having experienced Meg as a child um you know it was really important for her to share her truth while also highlighting that her having ADHD is not necessarily a bad thing which it isn't you know it's it's just a different way that your you know brain works and and her going on to highlight the the ways that she can help students in ways that other people can't because she has ADHD just shows how much of an asset she can be and how her ADHD can actually be of service as a teacher as a human as you know a previous student with you know ADHD because it offers a unique perspective on things and more empathy and you know because her brain works a certain way she's you know able to come up with really creative solutions which we saw like with her getting the chocolate stain on her you know blazer and putting putting a little you know the quote unquote ribbon on it um so yeah i mean that was very important to me in that scene to highlight that you know it's just because i mean because even the like 
the, the name of it, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, is is really doesn't lend itself to how it affects people with ADHD. Mm. It really, it like the name was created because of how it affects the people around people with ADHD. So even then, it's like you know, it's it's not an accurate representation of like how someone's brains someone's brain works when they are diagnosed. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was just very important for me in this scene, uh, and I think it's just very important too to see, like, just because you know someone is neurodivergent or you know they have a mental illness, like it 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 doesn't mean that it's all you know quote unquote bad, which would just mean not up to whatever whack society standards have been put in place. Um, but that you know you can be very unique and like you you have a different way of thinking about things and different experiences which every job every friend group every you know community like we all need to be sharing our experiences because we're all living each day so differently and like just as as we've seen the past couple years you know being in tune to other people's experiences and how they live their lives just makes us better people because we're able to like have more empathy and have more understanding like in our day to days and we're able to yeah just understand each other on a deeper level and like give each other grace um especially during now i I feel like this is all like especially relevant also during the pandemic because we're going through this insane shared experience so yeah that was that was a little long-winded don't don't mind me but uh yeah that i that was very important to me with this and, and and how i feel as far as the the job aspect is concerned. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I do think that, uh, that I mean, it gets, as I was mentioning before, I mean, it gets my attention about about how even to this day, like having those type of mental illnesses, you need to hide them, you know, and 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 instead of helping you out, I mean, you will, I mean, you are, you are going to hide them because you know how people might, might react. And, and, and also, as I said before, it is, it is so, I mean, it is so, it is so crazy that even to this day they will treat those mental illnesses as ugh, you know like you just yeah. have, that you have depression or adhd or ocd or like whatever they will treat you like crazy and it's not like that i mean it's just you know it's it's part of it exactly and, and it's crazy yeah. how and it's crazy how 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 like uh instead of instead of helping you to treat it because at the end of the day if you have any mental illness what you want is to be accepted you know you want to be you want to be with a uh, with a uh, with people. You don't want to you don't want to be dragged out and be treated as as an outsider. You know. So the fact that that um, that even to this day they will uh, they will for some jobs. I mean, I'm not gonna say like all of them, all of them, of course, but like sure. but for but like for for like for some of them, if you by any chance you get the chance to say that you have a mental illness, mm-hmm. either they could fire you or they could be basically checking you out every single time for you to make one mistake so they can. Job, you know, and have Absolutely. a reason to say like, well, you made a mistake. So, so it is so interesting the the fact that um, that uh, that I'm trying when like in the middle of the job interview, and then and then uh, yeah, the principal here starting to basically to to to, to basically throwing shots at her, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and the fact that we can totally see her face, uh, that yeah, Meg's face about to explode, but, you know, like mm-hmm. because of the. Because of how like like it's not that I was is it's not that I was a tough kid or a or a, or a difficult one you know it's just that I had ADHD before and I have it now it's part of it you know yeah exactly yeah no these are all really amazing points that that you're bringing up and I mean honestly like that was a really big thing like with this film specifically was uh, is is to you know like 
open the gateway to removes removing stigmas around neurodivergence, which can also, yeah, like go you know hand in hand with mental illness. But you know they're 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 different. I, I do want to say that ADHD and autism are um, neurodivergences, and then like things like you know bipolar um, disorder yeah, or yeah. depression are you know mental illness. But they but it's the same thing as far as like them being stigmatized. You're absolutely right. You know people can assume that you know you are not capable of you know doing a job because you know your your brain works a different way or or because you have a mental illness so i mean that really was a, a, a huge thing for making this film because i've heard from so many people like how relatable meg is you know like i feel like there was something that every every person that has seen the film could relate to something different you know to mm. her and to her story and it just goes to show it's like she's just a human trying to you know get a job go about her day you know she's like we're we're all different from everybody, but it's like it doesn't make her any less capable of getting the job done that that she needs to do. Because you're right, you know, like if it because society is putting these, you know, uh, just like heinous, just like ideas out there about um, mental health and mental illness and all of that. You know, things are opening up a little more. Like therapy is is a uh, you know something that I feel like is being a lot more openly talked about, which I every chance I get talk about therapy because shout out to therapy everyone should be in therapy because we're all just trying to live our lives it's good to have someone just to talk to you about anything you're going through um but uh yeah so i mean that, that was just very yeah very very important for this because we we shouldn't feel like we have to hide who we are you know or we we have to hide our experiences but because of so many years of you know just like Ugh, just people being put down for so many different kinds of things like anything that equates you to being different or you know out of the norm which what does that even mean you know it's like I, just over the years it's like it, I mean I'll tell you it all stems from like you know like white straight like Christian like I, like like, like a, oppressive systems like that you know is mm. kind of where this all stemmed from where it's like if you're anything out of you know that like box however many hundreds of years ago or whatever and we're still working through you know all of all of these you know issues today for equality um you know it's like that's that's what we're trying to to break through and break down because truly it's like no one is uh like no one is normal or you know no one is like uh gonna do one thing one way all the time like we're we're all going through something every single day so i i you know i talk about this for years and years but i'm really glad that you brought it up because that that, that was really important just for this film just to show meg like standing her ground and saying who she is and you know that it's 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 not all bad just because her brain you know works works one way doesn't mean that she can't uh she can't do what needs to be done to get a damn job guys that's all we're trying to do she's just trying to work <laughs> she's just trying to work so yeah I'll, yeah but I'll i mean but it's there. but it but yeah maggie's super uh super uh relatable totally and also it's funny that after after you know saying to miss hazel that that she has adhd interviews done she go back she goes back to the car and basically it's a breaking point you're like mm -hmm. yeah i can understand that you know yes. but, it's so, but it's so interesting that after it uh we can see that yeah she's she's back home she's like doing the dishes here and there and then there is there is the message saying that she got the job mm -hmm. isn't that great 
I, you know, in, in the original script, actually, I kind of left it, in, okay, like, I'll say, like, early, early draft. I left it open to interpretation for the ending because, you know, we know who Meg is. We saw her go through this whole day trying to get this job. We see her whole experience with Mrs. Hazel, which, you know, she stands her ground and she's strong, which is why she paints the lion painting at, at, at the end because she was fierce and she was able to, you know, stand up to Mrs. Hazel and, yeah, just be the fierce queen that she is. Um, bows more like um, and uh, yeah so originally I left it open <laughs> which was ridiculous because I actually hate that when movies and TV shows leave like open-ended like endings I'm like no I just sat through this whole experience with this person or this story so I want to know what happens um, and uh, I, I really wanted to make it clear that even after everything that she went through with the interview with Mrs. Hazel, with old school Mrs. Hazel, who was representing, yeah, those old society standards, old school like values, very closed-minded, yeah. um, and and really just kind of set in her ways. You know, this is something that Mrs. Hazel hasn't really dealt with a lot, or if she has, she's had an idea about yeah ADHD or you know kids with ADHD in the past. Um, so she does represent the education system in general because there's a lot of work to do there as well. I have lots of teacher friends who have watched the film and said this is spot on because it's something that we really need to focus on in our schools on how we can better, you know, support kids that, you know, learn just learn in, di in different ways or, you know, need more time or they're, you know, you, you yeah. unique in, you know, anyway. So, um, yeah, so eventually I was like, no, like I, I always knew that they got the job, but I was like, we, we all need to know that like, it is possible for change to happen too, and that you can be vulnerable and, and, and that, you know, she clearly showed that she was qualified and able to do this job. And she's gonna be a great teacher. You know, we saw her with Devin when, when they're coloring their, you know, the little crayon drawings and everything. Yeah. She's clearly so passionate about the job that that really won Mrs. Hazel over so um yeah I mean I I I it's, it's funny like I wrote the story but I'm so happy for Meg you know that that she did get the job because she deserves it she's going to be more more than uh, qualified and I I forget if we had talked about this but uh teachers with ADHD is is a really fun like topic that I also researched um because teachers obviously with ADHD, you know, will function differently than teachers who who don't. So that's like a fun little research thing. If, if, if you're listening, want to look more into really? that, I think it's really great. <laughs> that is that is that is super cool. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, if you have left the ending, like maybe she did, maybe she did it. The the first thing that came to my mind was like, yeah, that would have been like some like some inception, like uh, this movie Inception stuff. You know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> what if she did maybe she did it but yeah it's good that you actually give a closure to it because yeah it would it, it it does make sense you know that the fact that she basically went stood up you know and that is i think one of the things that for a lot of people who have who has that or or many other stuff it's it's difficult to you know uh as you just mentioned uh either for the uh and also and also yeah like the whole school system it is so it shocks me that even to this day we still have the same school system as 60 or 70 years ago totally. you know and i know it's so crazy about it and uh and we will see we will see for example countries like uh the other day i was reading about it like sweden that they actually are like changing it and making like more you know like more more yeah make, basically changing it which is changes are good and the fact that we and yeah. the fact that we're still carrying a school system from the 
from the 60s or from the 70s like way way like even you know it's so funny like back then i remember one time i was uh i was uh speaking with my mom back when i was in high school and she was like yeah i got the same books back when i was in high school and i was like what you know <laughs> so it's oh so crazy God. about that isn't that insane? Well, and I'm glad you brought up change because I think just the concept of change in general is, is you know, scary. And that's definitely what, like, Mrs. Hazel represents. It's like she knows things one way and she's, you know, that's just the way that she's doing things. She's not necessarily a bad person, Mrs. Hazel. She's just she's always done things a certain way, so she doesn't really know anything else. So her experiences when she's, you know, talking to Meg, when she realizes she has ADHD, um, is, you know, just reflected on her own experiences and, you know, being an older woman and having grown up in a certain generation and all that it's 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 just crazy i mean there's constantly you know work that needs to be done everywhere and like you know there there is there there have been a lot of shifts you know in the past couple years which is good so we just need to keep keep keeping on that train and you know sharing our own experiences and telling stories like this even you know that kind of help open things up a little bit like just just so we can know that there is a like change is possible you know and like we we're all like just trying to live our lives man we're all just trying to live our lives so like what can we do to help each other you know just like live the best lives we can live like if that's really what it comes down to so, yeah, yeah totally totally at the end of the day it's all about it's all i mean everybody yeah everybody's doing their own thing so why not why not supporting others why not supporting those who who uh who want the same thing you know mm-hmm. because i think it is it is it is unfair and it's uh and it's wrong the fact that as i was as we mentioned before that the fact that if you have that if like if you have like like something like something really personal or uh or like or any type of disorder mental illness mental illness whatever the fact that you can't say it because you're going to be treated differently or the mm-hmm. fact that you can't actually raise your hand and be like yeah i have that the fact that like all of those stuff uh is is uh they still treating they still like judging that it's so crazy and at the end of the day like those type of people they want the same thing you know they it, it's not like they want something like they're going to do something evil or something like that no they just want to do the same thing they want to get money the same way as you they want to buy things the same way as you they want to live life basically the same as you so it is definitely I, I found trying very um very inspirational the fact that at the end as i was mentioned um uh, got the job and that is kind of and that is kind of like uh it gives hope you know i do believe that that that, that movie gives hope that it's okay to stood up to stand your to stand your ground basically and to and to be like yes i have that because i think also when you accept it, it it's even better you know when you're like i have that if the the if the if the whole world's going to judge me eff it i don't care yeah it's just part of me Yeah, absolutely. And I I actually when writing Meg, you know, I said there are a lot of things that were inspired by, you know, my self my own experiences in in like her actual character and how she does things. But or just, you know, I was going to say where how she does things and and what she says, but actually when I was writing the script, I feel like there were a lot of moments where Meg says and does things that I wish I could say or do or like I I wish that I had the you know confidence because I've, I've been finding my voice more and more you know as as we grow as we get older become you know more comfortable in our own skin and you know we are in communities that you know support us and uplift us or you know whatever it is yeah. and like I found like when writing Meg like I like when she stands up to in quotes um the uh like cat caller who who comes up to her while she's in her car like hey baby you want some of this and she's like oh yeah and kind of like tells him off a little bit like it, it 
it made me laugh writing that because it's like that's what I wish I did every time that's happened to me like as a woman and like in her interview when she just like is straight up like herself she shares her experience that she has ADHD um you know like I I am inspired by Meg because that's something that I you know wish myself that I, I could like do in any situation and not 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 that I don't like like I said I am learning to find my voice, like creating this film was a really big lesson. Yeah, totally. Knowing totally. that, you know, my voice does matter and I do have things to say. So that's always something that I'm, I'm working on myself. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm inspired by her too. Like, because we, we should be speaking our truth, you know? And we, we should like say how we feel. It's like, that's how change is going to happen. That's how conversations are going to happen. That's how things go move forward or you can change someone's perspective on things like in the in the um film so yeah yeah definitely i'm i'm really glad to hear that you that that, that you liked it and that you were inspired by it because i i i am too it sounds so silly that i like you know made it but like truly i mean it's it's it, it was a nice blending of like the way that i am and the way that i want to be you know totally, um, totally. so yeah <laughs> yeah it was amazing as i, as I was mentioned before there were two movies that i was super excited last year which one spider-man <laughs> and pride so, uh, so I remember that I love it. that uh, that once I finished watching, I was like, okay, now everything, yeah, now I don't care. If the world ends right now. I already, I already did. Yeah, yeah I already did. Yeah, after 2021, I love yeah. it. Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate. Yeah, it's, as I said, it is it is really cool, and also the fact that that uh, and that is also like one of the cool things that I love about that uh, that I, that I love about you guys, actors, producers, writers. That the fact that you can create stories that inspire us and and we can relate to that that is really cool and that is something that uh, the fact that they are telling us stories that we can relate that we can be like I can totally I can totally uh, I can totally see myself doing that or I did something like that and the fact that we can get inspired in the same way it is really cool and, and I do believe that is where like, we're like we're like kind of the whole magic you know starts yeah. When you can get relate for someone created, you know, someone that is not technically real, but the fact that you can totally get inspired by that and be like, if she can, if she could do it, I can do it too, you know? If she could like yeah. stand her ground and be like, you know what, screw it, I'm just gonna say this. And uh, 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 it is really cool, I loved it. As I say here, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm now at the moment forcing my friends to watch it, just like, you know? <laughs> I love it. Oh yes, we love forcing our friends to watch it. Hey, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. all for that. Shameless uh, <laughs> self-promotion. Thanks, Dan. No, but no, it's cool. I really appreciate you saying that though. Seriously, thank you. I mean, that's the like TV and film and, you know, or like shows, you know, like stage, stage even like, you know, theater as it's slowly coming back. Like those are definitely the stories that, uh, yeah, inspire me the most are things that I can learn something or that I can relate to or, yeah. you know, like, yeah, want want me to want to like live my life, you know, or be a better person or whatever. Totally. That, totally. That's, that's always been the catalyst for me for this. So I'm I'm really just so grateful and just humbled to hear that. So thank you. Yeah, and, really and, uh, and as I was mentioning, I, I loved it. And you know, like something funny is that I'm the type of guy that like, you know, action movies, you know, comic ones, you know, yeah. here and there and, you know, like all that stuff. And, uh, and then when, and this uh, is not that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just letting you know, guys, go for and watch it. You're not going to see an explosion at all. Yeah, yeah no explosions. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you like, but you know, like, uh, like one of the, one of the cool things I remember that when we got like our first episode and then you talk about that film, I was like, huh, that was getting my attention. I was like, okay, that's really interesting. And then. And then when I was uh, when I was uh, when I was when I was gonna watch it, I was like, 
that is so cool because it, this is totally new ground for me. I don't. I mean, I haven't. Um, you know, I haven't been like in this type of ground. So let's see what happens. And uh, as I said, it was it was it was refreshing. It was cool. But also the fact that uh, as as I uh, as I mentioned before, that you can relate to that. That it's a regular story. I mean, from from someone who is having ADHD and and is going to a job interview and is going late. I mean, it's happened to all of us every now and then. <laughs> or the fact that you're like. I don't have like I don't have like enough gas to it. But you're like, okay, I think I can make it, you know. But then you uh-huh. so like all of those types of situations, they're totally relatable. But they're also they're also cool to kind of be like if it happens because I think also uh, for some people, you know, it's it's kind of you you get into this point in which in which whatever you are feeling, you're like it's I mean, it's like nobody else. It's like nobody else is is going through this. You know, it, it's impossible oh, that someone is, is is feeling like the way I do or. Or having like a problem like like the way that I have, sure. so and and uh, and we will see with Meg that in this in this basically day or half day basically, mm-hmm. you know, we can see like a process here, like a a quick process in which from uh, from from being like all like like insecure that what if they don't like what if they don't hire me what if what if they what if they don't have me because of my age or like uh yeah. what am I gonna teach these kids you know like all of those type of stuff that that you that, that you totally ask yourself before a job interview and especially if it is a job that you really want you know mm-hmm. and you're like questioning like like what is happening if I did like if this is instead of this or or and you get into this whole I mean it it gets horrible basically for the fact that <laughs> yeah the spiral uh, yeah and as I say here the fact that Meg at the end gets the job she basically says I spoke the truth and also as you meant as you just mentioned before the fact that now at the end we will we will be seeing a lion now that was interesting yeah absolutely I mean I thank you for saying all that and yeah I mean that I was very I was honestly stunned by you know the premieres when we actually were able to share it with people that you know weren't on the team um uh because at the premieres there were kids who were I think the youngest there was maybe like four (laughs) and then we had you know some like other kids that were younger or like teenagers all the way up to you know like my grandparents and their friends were there you know they're in their 70s like so we and, and like all in between and each person had something different that they liked about the film that they were able to connect to because I think it really is just like I mean, yeah, it's a day in the life story, right? A slice of life. It's 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 the human experience. Like these are things that, yeah, all of us can relate to in in one way or another. Um, is was was definitely a big hallmark of this story. So I I really appreciate you saying that. And yeah, again, like like I said, a lot of these things were, were based on personal experience. Love I mean, it. Love you brought up when Meg cries in her car after the uh, interview. That was based on the amount of times that I've cried in my car after I've done an audition. That either went great or not great, or you know, usually I think it didn't go well. So then I I sit in my car and cry, <laughs> and it's very just like uh, one person described it as you know low low. Yeah, flip my phone. Um, uh, yeah, just like that cathartic. You're just like getting it all out of this intense experience where you put your whole heart out there. And yeah. It feels like your whole life is on the line. You know, that was definitely that's that's something that I think. Yeah, we can all relate to in in one way or another. And yeah, I mean, when she does make the line painting, you know, there's there's lots of um, you know mixed emotions. Obviously, like she is happy she spoke up for herself, which I constantly feel. I'm like. 
I mean, I think all of us do. Like, we all have such complex emotions at any given time where, you know, like, like things that are like bittersweet. Like, that's been something mm. that I've been feeling a lot lately. Like, bittersweet has been a big theme for me. So, like, with that, you know, she's happy that she spoke um, out and spoke up for herself. But at the same time, like, did that cost her this job that she needs? She's about to, you know, come off unemployment. She's just trying to, like, pay rent. Um, so, yeah, her, the uh, line painting was kind of like a middle of the night, like, passion project that she started because, you know, ultimately, she, like, the, the difference was this with her saying that she had ADHD in the interview was the first time she's ever done it, right? So, like, that is where that, that, that comes from. So when we see that she got the job after everything that she went through, you know, it's like, ah, like a breath of fresh air and also like excitement, you know, like I, I mean, we've, we've said it before and I, again, was very humbled when I, uh, when the film was finally released because people wanted to see a sequel. They wanted to see it as a feature film. They wanted to see it as a series, you know, see where Meg goes from here, see other aspects of her life. And I was like, so, oh my God, I, I can't even begin to say like how just truly stunning and like that was to hear from people uh, because I, I would love to do that. And I would love to see, you know, obviously Meg and where, yeah. where she goes from here. <laughs> in fact, people want to know, you know, I, I want to see Meg as a teacher, you know, in a class with a bunch of kids. I want to get to know her mom yeah. or her friends or, you know, her dating life or, you know, whatever, like see how else she shows up in, in, her life and you know tries to get through any given day so yeah it's really really great so yeah <laughs> i love the too. i can yeah that, that would be cool actually and that was like one of the things that i was gonna ask you like like do you like now that do you, so this was like the first project for samscape right yes it was okay. thank you <laughs> love it so are we gonna see like what's next for me like okay so like my my two questions here is what is like what is gonna happen to me in the future and the second one is What can we expect from Samscape in the future? Ooh, well, as far as Meg, you'll have to stay tuned. I think the biggest thing now is getting the film out there. I would love to find, um, you know, people, maybe, you know, investors or producers or other, you know, like creatives that I want to collaborate to to keep the story going. Um, yeah. That's many of, of you listening or watching know, um, or if you listen to past episodes, I, I did crowdfund for this project. So it took a lot of work to um, get get the money for this project. And things are expensive, man. And when you got a 20 person crew and an eight person cast, they all got to pay their bills. So they got to get people Yeah, pay, totally. You know? Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> um, So uh, as far as next steps we shall see I, I like i said i would love to see my teacher i would love to see her and her like more of like personal life and her relationships yeah. uh, i think that would be really really cool um and as far as samscape i i actually um i was on uh, i shared a couple days ago for the first time so i'll, I'll share it here too that i am in the works actually writing uh, another project with my um partner Um, which I, I can't really talk about yet. It's not like set in stone, but um, it, it would be a series. So we're kind of on the same oh, track. Okay. So uh, I, I feel like that's kind of helping me learn kind of about that side of things as far as like yeah. keep trying for a series or, you know, expanding that that story. So we'll see what happens, but there there are things in the works. I'm very excited and I'm you know, just ready to get trying on the film festival circuit too so more people can see it and you know, enjoy the story. We've got a lot of great people back from uh the the filmmaking community too which is awesome so i'm super excited so stay tuned y'all big things are coming we'll see that is 
That is amazing. Yeah, I can wait for it. I can't wait for the future of, of what Samscape is going to do. As I said, trying was amazing. And now, and after the fact that you're announcing something for the future, that's even cool. Now, now, I, now I'm like, okay, now I have a reason to say that the world not ends yet. Wait. Yes, no. <laughs> yeah, no. But it's amazing. Don't, it's amazing. Don't think yet, Dan. The world is yeah, not so. explode just yet. We got a couple more things to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. You know, yeah, it's and, and, and it's so amazing. Like the fact how you are creating everything here, the fact that it's actually what people love it. You know, as I said, um, and the fact that it's actually something that came that that basically comes out of you um, and to tell a story here, you tell it perfect. I mean, you basically did a fantastic job here. As I mentioned, I'm I'm definitely uh, supporting like supporting everything that 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 you do here. I'm also making sure that friends and family are watching that because, as I said, it is really cool and it's a story that a lot of people need to see because, as I mentioned before, um, it is important to uh, to kind of see, to kind of know about it, you know? So, Thank like you, you did it. I really appreciate it. Yeah. It's amazing. I can't I can wait. I can't wait <laughs> for the future. You know, at, yes. some point you sh- at some point you should make, or like, for example, what... Uh, what Marvel does that they will that they will kind of hint all of the future all of the projects for the future. No, <laughs> totally right. Put a little after credit scene. <laughs> I should. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what comes up next and, and, I love and it. what we can connect. But I I will say, sorry, my dog's going crazy. <laughs> um, if if you uh, stream trying is uh, available for streaming now on Vimeo on demand. I'm sure Dan will you know put 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 a link for where wherever you can get to my instagram it's all over my instagram um sam state productions and trying underscore movie and there's a ton of behind the scenes footage there as well so you can rent or, or buy the film and it'll come with all that behind the scenes stuff so you can see like what it looked like on set as we were making it um and then all of the you know inspiration for the script you can see all the artwork and all of that um so if if you want to see more, but we don't have products coming out yet, you can still go see like the behind the scenes of all the making of this. So there is a lot of content out there. So totally. do it now, y'all. <laughs> totally, totally. You know, so what you can do is, I mean, for those who are watching this, uh, this right now or later or on YouTube or Spotify Apple Music, what you could do is you could you could put pause, then you can rent or buy trying, and then you're gonna order a pizza, you know. Yes. And then you're gonna basically watch and enjoy it. You know, it's it's an amazing, it's an amazing, an amazing short film. I can't wait to see more. I like to see more of it. And 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 and, and who knows? Maybe we are talking about a mech cinematic universe. We'll see what happens. I would absolutely freaking love that. I mean, you had said that before the Samsung universe, and I always love that because it's like, let's go, let's connect it all. And yeah, Meg's story especially. I think there's so much we can unpack there. So, so much, manifest yeah. it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, but Sam, at the end, I mean, you are killing it here. I can't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so proud and so happy Aww. that. That, uh, that that trying was released as I mentioned before that I know uh, since our first episode I was constantly asking you like is it there yet like what is it gonna be really like are we gonna watch it like are you really uh, I mean it's really hurting my feelings the fact that I'm waiting for this film already <laughs> yeah. but no, it's amazing I, it's yeah amazing. I just want to say I really appreciate your support Dan because yeah it's 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 because of people like you you know that I, I want to keep making these stories and like sharing with people because you know you never know who they're going to touch or how how they can affect somebody and I'm really really happy that you were able to connect with it in so many ways and thank you for being so supportive for this whole journey Always. truly truly <laughs> so Always, thank you. because basically 
basically when I when when like when trying was in the process, also my show came kind of kind of a, yes. at the at the process. So I found it very interesting. Yeah, I know. It was definitely meant to be. I mean, they say coincidences, right? It's all about timing. Like everything happens for a reason. Here we are, about to be in the Five Timers Club next episode. <laughs> totally, totally. But hey, at the end. At the end, basically, I mean, chat with Dan is gonna always support what you do. Chat with that show is gonna always support Samscape and and, and everything that you do because it is awesome. It is amazing. It's fresh and it's something, uh, and it's something that it is honest. You know, it is it is real. It is honest and and uh, and I do and I always say that uh, that I do believe that when you do things by heart, you are basically good things are gonna happen for you in the future. You know, and the fact that you are motivating, inspiring people, it is so cool. It is so amazing, and uh, and 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 I'm sure that for those who watch the movie, are gonna basically say the same thing that you are basically telling a cool story here, that you're inspiring also, and you're and it's amazing, and I can't wait to see to to see what you do in the future. Definitely, Samscape is gonna definitely rock the whole world, and I'm not gonna stop also supporting what you do until until we until we see you basically like super on top. Really, you know? <laughs> a lister, yeah. baby. Thank you, Dan. Seriously, appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. I'm really, really glad that we're on this journey together forever. For real. Chav and Dan show for hashtag forever. There you go. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, Sam again, thank you so 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 much. So you know the drill for those who are watching this right now. Thank you so much. If you're watching this later here on Instagram or YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, make sure that you follow in sam and all social media if you already do that's perfect then what you're gonna do you're gonna basically like like the content share i mean let's make trendy let's let, let's make trying trendy right now Uncle sam you know let's make hashtag team trying sam or meg or something like that you know and it's amazing and sam before i send you off you know the drill you know what's gonna happen it's uh... i'm ready oh. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. It never gets old, honestly. The applause keeps us going, doesn't it? There you go, there you go. And I promise, and I promise that for the next premiere, I'll I'll be there and I'll bring my laptop and just to be like a clapping sound again, just to all, just. <laughs> I love it. It's just you in an empty auditorium with like the clapping. It's like Shia LaBeouf at the end of that Shia LaBeouf video, um, yeah, where I'm he's just, just gonna... alone in, in, in the auditorium. Totally, <laughs> yeah. totally. You gonna love see it. like Thanks, what, man. like. Like while everybody's laughing, you will see someone with a laptop just like putting it, you know, on on top and be like, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love actually. <laughs> but it's amazing. Keep, keep up, keep up, an amazing rest of the Sunday, an amazing upcoming week, and nothing but amazing things to you because you totally deserve each and every one of them. Keep rocking, keep inspiring people. You're awesome, and so and yeah, keep rocking. Basically. You too, Dan. Thank you so much for having me. Can't wait for the next one. Have a good one, okay? <laughs> you too. Bye. Bye.